Hi, welcome to Mystic Revival. My name is Loretta Davison. I created this podcast to manifest a space for compassionate souls like you and me to dive deeper. In this podcast, we'll tackle hard to have conversations and we'll have fun too. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, welcome back to Mystic Revival. I missed you so much. Before I try to apologize for not uploading any sort of content at all, basically been radio silent on social media when it comes to Mystic, but I'm not going to apologize because I would rather record when I feel sound of mind and prepared and give you good content rather than show up half-ass and give you a bullshit episode. So I just want to get that out of the way so you don't hate me forever. I'm so sorry. I really did, really did miss you. Also, it took me a while to figure out what I wanted to create, what type of episode I wanted this to be. And honestly, every time I would sit down and press that little record button, I would start talking and then it would always end up with politics. And that's the reason why I really just took a break because I just feel like I know that I'm not the only one that feels this way. You probably feel this way too, but the world is so heavy. I say that every time and it's probably my fault because I decided to dive headfirst into this podcast during global pandemic. (laughs) So um, can't really be too surprised, but every time I would sit down, it just felt like I was just angry and I just was talking about politics and I never want this podcast to be about politics. So I took a break, but we're back. We're here. We're ready to rock. And I want to talk to you about relationships, something that I really, really love talking about because I have made so many mistakes in my own life with relationships and I know that everybody just wants to be loved and love is one of the one of the strongest emotions you can have and it makes you do stupid shit sometimes right so I really want to kind of tell you about some of the differences in a relationship not being the difference between a soulmate connection and a karmic connection, a soulmate relationship and a karmic relationship. Yeah, we're going to go there and I cannot wait to lay down the law. So jumping right in, we're going to talk about the difference between a soulmate connection and a karmic relationship. So your soulmate is someone you have an undeniable connection with, right? That's like when you think about Noah and Allie from The Notebook or Morticia and Gomez, it is that soulmate connection. A perfect mix between having a partner that both complements your life and challenges your life. The soulmate connection will often help bring with it self-realization and healing. Who doesn't want that? When you meet your soulmate, you feel like you've always known them. I feel like I've known you my whole life. I feel like I can't remember what life was like before I met you. It's just that connection where you just feel at home with someone. 
a huge tell that you could be with your soulmate is that you feel more like it's you that you need to work on, not them. And I feel like I need to say that because of not only what I'm about to say about karmic relationships, but I also feel like this is a common theme when you're dating, right? When you start dating someone, I mean, aside from when you first start dating and everything is rainbows and butterflies, you get to a point where they're is honestly things that you don't like about that person and things that you want to change. And that's pretty normal. Nobody's perfect. But you end up really trying to change the person because you want them to be better in in whatever way you see fit. And that's not soulmate energy. Soulmates are the ones who seem to care the most about you rather than themselves. And that goes vice versa. When you're with your soulmate, you care about them so much that you treat them a certain way. The love is different because you're not always thinking about changing them or they're not always thinking about changing you. There's a mutual respect there. Soulmates are the ones that we usually choose to marry and create a family with because they offer that stability, that strong connection and someone that you can make a great team with. When you find your soulmate, you want to lock that mother ever up, have all the babies, or just really just live the best life together. We're all searching for that, right? So why does it get confusing? Because of karmic relationships. Now, I want you to take a sip of water or take a deep breath or meditate before you move on because honestly, we have all dealt with karmic relationships, right? And they're so fucking infuriating. Karmic relationships are some of the most tragic fucking stories. So why are they called karmic? Karmic love teaches us lessons, whether they're lessons you didn't learn in a past life or lessons you need to learn in this life. It's all by design. And trust me, karmic relationships will come for you. These relationships are those addicting relationships because if you've been in a karmic relationship or are in one, God bless, you know exactly what I mean when I say that. It feels like you try and you try and you try and no matter how hard or how much you sacrifice, it just doesn't work. Which can be confusing because usually it's not a question of whether you love the person. There is usually an undeniable unquestionable desire to be together and an unquestionable devotion and that's why it gets confused with like a soulmate relationship because there is such a strong connection however there's also always an unquestionable amount of pain and lessons that never seem to stop if you're in a karmic relationship and that's what makes it addicting right it's a cycle and that's where we can mess up big time The sole purpose of a karmic relationship is to change us, to evolve us, to turn us into the person that we need to become in order to move forward and thrive in our lives. The worst thing you can do is never leave it. We confuse karmic relationships for soulmate connections because like I said, normally it's not a question of connection. In karmic relationships, there's always an issue though. It just kind of feels like, yeah, maybe you'll have a good month here and there. Maybe you'll share some really great experiences together. But some way, somehow, they fuck it up. (laughs) I'm just kidding. 
but not really. Some way, somehow, it just doesn't last. You go through these honeymoon phases, you love each other, and then you hate each other. There's this toxic fire that seems to stem from this type of relationship. And I feel honestly like that type of relationship is always glorified in movies or shows, that connection where there's that passion. And it makes you believe that you're supposed to be treated like shit because in the shows and in the movies, there's always a happy ending. But for a lot of us and most of us, that's not really the case because you're not supposed to stay in these relationships. But how good of an ending would that be if you're rooting for two people to fall in love and get their acts together and then they just broke up? Like, no one wants to watch a movie like that. A huge tell with a karmic relationship as well is kind of going back to how a soulmate connection will make you feel like you need to work on yourself and you want to be a better person is in a karmic relationship, you often feel worthless. And a lot of that has to do with because your partner makes you feel that way, whether openly or not, there's a sense of always trying to seek their approval, always trying to make sure that you stay in their good graces. And there's, there's this overwhelming amount of insecurity that can come with that. You can feel isolated. And frankly, a lot of karmic relationships are abusive, whether that's mentally, physically, or both. We're not meant to stay. These relationships are terrible. And their sole purpose is to teach us a lesson. And I'm not here to say what that lesson is because my story is different from your story. But if you look back on some of your relationships, each one has taught you something, right? And just a quick disclaimer before I move on from that, if you're in an abusive relationship, you obviously should get the fuck out. And I know that that's hard and I've been there and I know how difficult it is to leave someone who is hurting you, whether that's physically or emotionally, those are hard relationships to get out of. And I'm not discrediting that because I know exactly how that feels. Just real quickly, I just wanted to put a disclaimer out there because I know that that can kind of come with a trigger warning when I talk about abusive relationships. So much comes from leaving a karmic relationship. If you let it. Why do I say that? Because a lot of the times what you'll see or what you'll do when you get out of a karmic relationship is walk right into another karmic relationship. And that's looking for someone who doesn't match what you want in your life, someone that you're attracted to because you want to fix. And I think that's a huge issue and why a lot of people end up in karmic relationship after karmic relationship is because there's something in you that feels like you want to fix someone or you want to make someone else's life better and you just end up chasing ghosts when you do that falling into toxic relationship after toxic relationship to fill voids i was in a relationship for quite a while and it was with someone who was my karmic relationship i would say like the karmic relationship and I feel like from the beginning of that relationship, I knew that it was going to be difficult. And there's something about me saying that. Because think about if you're in one or if you've been in one, you kind of always know, right? Deep down, you know, this is going to be really difficult. 
we're not about that energy. That's 2019 shit. Actually, you know what? Honestly, that's 2020 shit. Let's leave that here in this year that has literally just been a shit show. This year doesn't count. So (laughs) that is just energy that we need to leave behind. You deserve to be in a loving, respectful relationship. And I know that feels like, no shit, of course I do. Well, look in the mirror and tell that to yourself because honestly, I feel like it's so easy to justify bad behavior when you love someone. And that's really where the whole love is blind thing comes in. Because when you love someone, you make excuses for them. I've done it. I've seen it happen. It's just you make these excuses because you want to justify the person that you love. You want to save that image. You want to cover it up. It's wrong. You're discrediting yourself in that process because you're lying to yourself. Why would you do that? Why would you lie to yourself? Maybe we feel like we can change people. I resonate with that because I feel like I've carried that type of energy with me my whole life as well, where I just want to help people. And so you end up trying to tap into that nurturing side of you because you find this man or woman that needs you. But at what point do we decide to be accountable for ourselves? You should be with a partner that complements your life. You should be with somebody that you tackle the world with. Someone that you want to create a family with. You don't want someone who's out there cheating on you all the time. You don't want someone who's belittling you all the time and disrespecting your character. It's not like it happens overnight, I know that. But at some point, you know that this isn't right for you. And that right there is that moment where you need to count your blessings and move on. Because like I said, we're not meant to stay in these karmic relationships. We're just not meant to do it. We're meant to learn from them, take those lessons into your next relationship or your next venture. I mean, there are things that you could learn in your karmic relationship that will help you in your business or that will help you in your family, that will help you with friends. Once you stop, and I know that I say this all the time to my friends, but once you stop looking for that perfect relationship, it just kind of happens organically because we are what we attract. So if we want to be confident, if we want to go out there and put our best foot forward, you're going to find someone who matches that frequency. You're going to find someone who wants to do that for you too, and that you'll want to do that for as well. You guys ever see that picture where there's two people, they're standing there and their heads are flowers and they have canisters over their heads and they're watering each other? That's the shit that we're after. So if you're here and you're thinking to yourself, I think that I'm in a toxic relationship, what do I do? Get out. (laughs) So inspirational. But really, it's just if you feel like you're in a toxic relationship, you really need to take a step back and really think to yourself, is this something that can be saved? Because don't get me wrong. I'm sure there are instances where that karmic relationship is also your soulmate. Like, who am I to say that that's not the thing, right? And I'm sure 
it happens all the time. I'm sure that me sitting here and telling you, hey, you're in a karmic relationship, you're not supposed to stay there to leave. But if you're sitting here and everything I just said to you, I still haven't convinced you. I just encourage you to really take a second and make sure, am I respecting myself? Am I allowing someone else to take away my personality, to take away everything that I enjoy doing or anything I love? Am I allowing somebody, just because I love them, to treat me like I don't mean anything? You don't have to be in an abusive and sabotaging relationship. You don't have to be in a relationship where someone makes you feel crazy all the time. The gaslighting, the lying, the cheating, whatever, the abuse, it just, you don't need to be in a relationship like that. I promise you that there's someone out there that will treat you so much better and that you will love so much harder. That's all we want, right? And why would you rob yourself of the opportunity to find that? Every day, thousands of children are stolen and sold into the world of human trafficking. But with your help, awareness, and support, we can band together to rescue these children. In the past six years of existence, OUR has rescued 4,000 victims and assisted in the rest of more than 2,100 traffickers around the world. Human trafficking is a billion-dollar industry, but together we can destroy it and save our children. Join me in becoming part of Operation Underground Railroad. Visit OurRescue.org. O-U-R-R-E-S-C-U-E dot org. Learn the signs of spotting a trafficked victim and make a difference today. True love starts with you. And if you don't respect yourself and if you don't love yourself, you cannot expect other people to love you and respect you. If there's anything you take away from this episode today, I hope it's that you deserve more. If your friends don't like someone you're with, if your family doesn't like someone you're with, there's probably a reason. Evaluate the relationships that you have in your life and make sure that there are relationships that are fulfilling you, not emptying you. That's 2020 energy. Let's leave it here. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please feel free. Leave me a review. Apple Podcasts. I'm fresh here. I am ready to rock. Super excited to be a part of Apple Podcasts. Also, you can find me on Spotify and Anchor or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. You can find me at Mystic Revival, the podcast on Instagram, where if you have any questions or want to connect with me more, be sure to click that follow button. I'm here for you. Let's make this life the best life ever. If you know someone who's in a toxic relationship and needs to hear this episode, send it on over. I want to talk to them. I just want to talk. (laughs) Have a wonderful night. Love you so much. And I will see you in the next episode.